welcome in to another episode of the Are You Ready for Some Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host and commissioner, Sean Ward, and I wanted to thank you for joining me on another episode. It means a lot that you all really enjoy this podcast and listen each week. And from the bottom of my heart, just thank you. So it's been a lot of fun making this and talking with all you all and really hearing everything from you all and the feedback that you all are giving. So I really appreciate it. So, but without any further ado, let's jump right into the podcast. So um, this week we had a round of battles and we had some really big upsets. Um, We have a new number one in the rankings and I'll be interviewing them later. So you're going to have to go through and hang out and uh, kind of figure out who that's going to be and kind of see what their reaction is to becoming the new number one. But let's first look back at this week's matchups. So we had a number of good games here, um, some of which were close and some of which were pretty um, off the mark. So we're going to start here with Mary Jo versus Sean. So I ended up losing this week. Um, My mom beat me 111.8 to 96.2. You know, it happens. Tough loss. This is my second week in a row without breaking 20 points, but I didn't have anybody with five or less. So I'm moving in the right direction. I'm hoping my players are moving in the right direction too. And then looking here at uh, Mary Jo's team, Second week in a row with Dak Prescott breaking 20 points with 26.9. Going through and showing the Cowboys mean business this year. So, sounds like they're going to go through and do well. And then Chris Godwin coming out with 22.1. Showing that Jameis does have an arm. He can actually throw the ball. And threw it a good amount to Chris there. But having the unfortunate injury of Alshon Jeffrey early in that game. He only had about six snaps before he got hurt there. And looks like he's going to be out for significant time. So that's going to be a rough one for you. And then OJ Howard with another zero. Especially with Chris Godwin having 22.1. Uh, OJ Howard coming out and having a zero. Just rough. Second week in a row with less than five points. So I'm not quite sure what that means for him. Not sure if you should be pivoting at this point. Changing to an another player but it's it's rough for OJ Howard at this point so next we're going to go over to Zabi versus Dalton uh, Dalton winning the week with 90.3 Zabi losing another week with 81.3 Zabi falling to 0-2 not having anyone break 20 points this week and also having the concern with Kamara's production without Drew Brees, it's going to be interesting to see what all those players are going to have, especially with all the injuries that went down this week. But Drew Brees being out for six weeks at this point is going to be a big hit on Kamara, so I would expect him to take a little bit of a hit. But flipping to the other side here, we're going to see Dalton, who was the Brees owner this week, going through and having him get hurt, and that really hurt your team overall, only scoring the 90.3. You had only one player break 10 points, one uh, wide receiver, running back, tight end, quarterback, that kind of player break 10 points this week with Tyrell Williams with 13.1. The player or players that really helped you out this week was your defense, the Patriots defense with 35 points. I mean, that's a massive turn up from your defense. And honestly, you would have lost this week if it wasn't for that. So unfortunate start for uh, Zabi going to 0-2, but Dalton coming out 2-0 to start. So let's go to the next matchup with Peter against T. Peter winning this week, going to 1-1 with 101, and T go also going to 1-1, um, scoring 95.1. Peter not having anyone break that 20 point, but still being able to break that 100 mark, showing that he had a lot of players in that upper teens kind of area, but no one breaking 20 in that way. But having some concerns too with having Juju Smith-Schuster and Vance McDonald on that team 
What are they going to do with Big Ben being out for the entire season in that way? It's going to be a rough going for the two of them. And then flipping to T here on the other side, having Tom Brady with 24.1. But, you know, that's the only one that you had break 20 for you in this week. And Michael Thomas being there without Drew Brees, how is that going to affect his production this year? Next, we're going to go over to Will versus Scott. Scott taking the win this week with 127.1 going to 1-1 one one on the week. And Will with 109.4 and also being at one and one and this was just kind of an unfortunate week for you will you had two players go through and break that 20 mark with lamar jackson continuing that hot streak two weeks in a row breaking 20 points with 30 points and austin eckler breaking that uh 20 mark with 20.3 also two weeks in a row two players making up almost half of your points here really pushing your team you just happened to run into scott who having just as good of a week and an even better week with three players breaking that top 20, all three which that didn't last week, with Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, and Odell Beckham breaking that. Aaron Jones with 23, Julio Jones with 25.1, and Odell with 25.1. And then you have Zach Ertz on your team too, who had about 16 points, I think it was roughly. And with Jeffrey and Jackson both looking they're going to be out for a couple of weeks, I really expect that his production to go up. In the next couple of weeks, it'll be exciting to kind of see where that goes. So, unfortunate will for you running into Scott there, but Scott coming in and having a good week. Next, we had Emily versus Daniel. Emily falling from grace all the way from that 175-point week down to 87.9. And Daniel here with 115.4, making them both 1-1. One one. Emily having one player breaking that 20 mark with Saquon Barkley at 20.3. And it'll be interesting to see what Saquon does with Daniel Jones now as the starter instead of Eli. If that helps his production, hurts his production, it'll be interesting to see. And then having a zero from David Njoku because he got injured early in that game. Flipping to Daniel here on the other side, though, having two players step up that didn't last week. Calvin Ridley with 20.5, kind of coming out of nowhere, and everyone's looking at him as the second guy and he had less points than Julio but 20.5 is still a lot in that way and then Travis Kelsey stepping up with the 20.2 so going to our next matchup we had Mike versus Jesse and Mike trouncing Jesse 137.6 to Jesse's 67.2 putting Mike at 2-0 and and Jesse at 0-2 and Mike's team's just is rolling on like the way it's been Patrick Mahomes with another week with 24.3 so breaking that uh, 20 mark again on a hot streak Dalvin Cook with 26.6 another hot streak for him too breaking that point and then Kenny Galladay breaking that streak for him today with 21.3 with a week with DeAndre Hopkins only scoring him 6.5 having Kenny Galladay stepping up in that way was great and for Jesse it's Things are just going downhill for you. Ben Roethlisberger hurt, done for the entire season. Joe Mixon with only 4.2, second week in a row of Joe Mixon scoring five or less points, and that's not what you're looking at out of that high of a draft pick. And then Jimmy Graham for you with a zero. So it's hard to go through and look at anything as any productive. And talking to Jesse, I want to go now over here to our rankings, and I'm going to start with number 12, who is Jesse, falling from number eight all the way down to 12. It was just a rough week week for you buddy big fall in that way next at 11 we have Zabi staying completely put at that number 11 spot not moving at all at number 10 we have myself moving up two spots even though I lost on the week doing better than I did the week before 
At number nine, we have Peter staying put exactly where he was at number nine. At number eight, we have Scott moving from number 10 to number eight up in that way. At seven, we have a huge fall of Dalton losing four spots all the way down to the seventh spot. In the sixth position, we have Daniel moving up one spot. In the fifth position, we have Mary Jo moving up one spot. In fourth, we have Will moving up one spot. In third, we have T following a spot. In second, we have Emily falling one spot. And their new number one and who I'm gonna be interviewing later today is Mike moving up from number four all the way up to number one and we'll hear what his reaction is to becoming the new number one so looking at what we have here we have three teams here at two and oh we have mike mary joe and dalton mike and mary joe standing up top at that one and five position dalton falling to number seven but still squeaking out that win to go two and oh this week we have Six teams at one and one with T, Scott, Will, Peter, Daniel, and Emily all at one and one, and three teams at 0 and two with Jesse, Zabi, and Sean. Kind of a perfect little curve here of what our season's looking at. So in looking at it too, let's look at what we got next week. We got a couple of matchups here that could be pretty good. Uh, we have myself versus my dad, so number one versus number 10, but right now the projection only puts us at about 0.7 difference. So that could be a good week in that way. So, and then next we have Dalton versus T, number seven versus number three. And right now the point difference is about 10 points with T at 99.7 and Dalton with 89.2. Next, we have Scott versus Zabi. Scott looking to be the favorite here, being projected with 108.5, and Zabi being projected at 96.3. Next, Will versus Peter. And this is going to be a close one. Will's projected at 103.2, but Peter right there with 101.2. So it'll be an interesting seeing which team comes out of that. Next, we have Daniel versus Jesse, and it looks like Jesse may be trying to make a little bit of a comeback with a 97.5, but still not projected to win with Daniel with 106.8. And this is really my matchup of the week, this last one here. We have number five, Mary Jo, versus number two, Emily. And point differential shows a little bit greater difference than some of these other games, but I think that this really could be the game of the week with Emily projected 108.1 and then Mary Jo projected 114.3. So I think that these are going to have some tight matchups with, you know, some of these games really coming down to it. Some of these games literally having only one or two point difference projected. So it could be really tight, some of these games. But that's everything that's been going Going on this week in the league you know it's been a rough week for some teams it's been great for others and for one of those teams that's been going really great I wanted to check in with them kind of hear what their perspective of everything that's going you know the first week going through and scoring 128.6 next week scoring 137.6 you know it looks like the trends going upwards so without any further ado I wanted to go through and bring on Michael so let's go over to that Hey everyone, I wanted to jump in here before the interview real quick and let you all know that the audio is kind of choppy, it's really rough. I do apologize for that. Unfortunately, I was recording off of a cell phone to a mic, so we were both kind of using the same mic, but one's off of a cell phone because of some technical issues. So um, I do apologize for the audio, but I think it was a really good recording and a really good interview, so I wanted to keep it and let you all hear. All right, thanks, bye.
All right, so I'm here with Michael Ward, also known as my dad. Um, and I wanted to bring him on to go through and talk a little bit about his team this week and how he think that he did and everything like that. So how's it going? It's going well. The team is doing well, and uh, hopefully we can keep it up for a little bit longer. Yeah, so, you know, going back into this last week, you, you did pretty well. I think you actually had the top overall points for the week with 137.6. Um, yeah, nobody else was able to hit that mark. The next closest was 127.1. So how did it feel being the top scorer on the week? I, I'm, I'm thrilled by my team so far, but I'm scared as hell when we get around to the bye weeks. Yeah, so I know you and I have talked personally a little bit. While you feel like you have really good depth, or really good um, starters, you feel like your depth has some issues there. I, I do, but I'm hoping at that point maybe this half-point PPR will start kicking in yeah. and uh, maybe I can start scoring some points. Maybe not the touchdowns, but I'll get a little bit more from the receptions. Yeah, I mean, looking at your your bench here, you have Miles Sanders, Sterling Shepard, Russell Wilson, Jalen Richard, Green Hunt, who's still suspended, uh, Texans defense, and then Randall Cobb. So, I mean, there you got one player that's suspended, one that's a defense, and one that's a quarterback. Yeah, well, I don't think the Texans defense will be around much, too much longer. That's true. That's true. So, and... You know, Sterling Shepard, he's a, he's a starting wide receiver, you know, maybe at a flex position, but he, um, you know, he's still got a clear concussion protocol. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, as we've seen a lot this year, the, the injuries are kind of the biggest thing at this point, right? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, the, the just devastation of what's happening to the quarterback ranks is just... It's, it's amazing. These yeah. teams are having, I mean, they're almost having like the Redskins last year where the starter is going down and then the backup's going down and you're, you're throwing just guys in there who yeah. have no NFL experience at all. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, with that in mind, you do have Russell Wilson sitting on that bench. Maybe that could be a good trade, uh, trade uh, person for you. I, I'm open to offers here, guys. Anybody who... Uh, you know, wants to try and get him off my bench. Yeah. Make me a good offer. Yeah, going up against New Orleans this week, which, you know, uh, I'm looking here, oppositional rank 27th. So he's got a favorable matchup this week and everything like that. Someone that's looking for someone to start this week. Well, you know Drew Brees is you know, out, so I yeah. don't expect the New Orleans offense to be on the field that much. Yeah, it's going to come down to the New Orleans defense trying to win that game for them. Which I mean, we're seeing here they're letting up one of the most points, top five most points against quarterbacks this year. Yeah, exactly. So again, anybody who's thinking they need a quarterback, Russell Wilson's out there. But, I'm, I'm always open for trades. Yeah, but looking more at your starters here, I mean, you know, we, we were talking about the negative with your depth, but here looking at the starters that you have, I mean, Patrick Mahomes with 24.3, second week in a row going over 20. Dalvin Cook, 26.2, second week in a row going over 20. Kenny Galladay coming out and putting 21.3 this week. I mean, uh, it's good starting group that you got there this week for you with two of those players repeat 20 plus yeah and with deandre hopkins having yeah. you know pretty much a week you yeah. know a week 
I mean, what did he score me? Five or six points this past week? Yeah, That's I mean... It's not like DeAndre Hopkins. He had... Um, he had 6.5, yeah. Only 6.5 points this last week. So, you know, for me to score that many points, really with very little contribution from my first-round draft pick, Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty happy with this past week. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, definitely players that are looking to really drive your team forward and just with the utter decimation against Jesse this last week. Well, Je- Jesse, I-, I feel sorry for your team. Yeah. You, you, you had Roethlisberger, and yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're in for a long run at it now, though. Yeah. Um. I mean, I know, I know, I made a stretch in taking Patrick Mahomes, you know, in whatever the third round. Yeah. But he is, he has just been a breadwinner for me. I mean, he's putting up major points every week, and unfortunately, he's actually scoring so many points in the first half that by the second half, all they're doing is running the ball. Yeah. And I mean, so you know, if if they actually get into a really competitive game, Mahomes could probably put up a 30 or 40 point game i mean i would not put that past him going through and i mean just pretty much in those first two quarters going through and scoring 27.2 and 30.9 in those respective games i mean it's he's he's killing it right now there's nobody really nobody even really close to him i mean at this point he he's he is the number one guy and he's looking to try and be mvp second year in a row yeah, I think in I think in both of his first two games he had four touchdown passes by halftime and three hundred yards by halftime. Yeah, I mean, you can't really find any kind of production like that out of anybody else in the league. Look Lamar Jackson is up there at that rank too, with also having I think seven touchdowns between those games, but he's not getting nearly that many yards with it. No, and I, I want to see if Lamar Jackson can do it over an entire season. That's, I know Mahomes can. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you know, Lamar Lamar has shown flashes of this, but he hasn't shown the consistency to do it this last year. And I'm really interested in that matchup this week of Kansas City versus Baltimore, two of the top-scoring quarterbacks this last year going head-to-head. Oh, I expect it to be a high-flying game and a whole ton of points being scored in that one. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, that's that's going to be a game where it doesn't matter who, who you are. I mean, you're going to want to watch that game. And I bet you Will's pretty happy with Lamar sitting on the other side of that, too. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Well, there's some there's actually some very good matchups this week. Yeah, I think there's some really good matchups. And looking towards our fantasy week, the matchup you have this week is against me, and I'm wondering how you're feeling about that. Um... I, I was feeling pretty good until I saw the um, projection that I was to lose by a point. So, yeah, I, I don't know whether my guys have tough matchups this week and you have easy matchups or what's happening here, but um, or if you just went through and cleaned out the waiver wire. Well, I'm looking at projections here. It has you. It's Patrick Holmes over Winston, Dalvin Cook over Nick Chubb, but then it has me with Sony Michelle over Matt Breida, 
You have DeAndre Hopkins over uh, Devontae Adams. You have Kenny Dalladay over Tyler Lockett. But I have you with George Kittle over Austin Hooper. You have me with um, Mike Williams over Robbie Anderson. But then I have you with um, Rob or with the 49ers defense and um, over the Eagles defense. And I have you with uh, Zing Gonzalez, the kicker for Arizona against you with Will Lutz with the kicker for New Orleans. So, so it sounds like a pretty good matchup. Yeah, right now the difference between the two of us is 0.7. Right. I, I, I think it's going to – this this could come down to, to a Monday night game, which is kind of what we all want. Yeah, exactly. Want it to come down to the last one. Yeah, competitive teams here. Yeah. So, even if I'm 0-2 I'm, right now. <laughs> you, you're 0-2, but – you well, I would say you were competitive, but then again, you did come up against Emily in that first week and yeah. got doubled up. Yeah. So, so that was that was not good to lose to your sister that way. No, she kind of wrecked me, but she had a fallen back this last week. She kind of fell fell from grace, and actually, looking here, overall ranking, she fell from the number one position. Oh. Do you want to okay. know? Do you want to know who moved up to number one? Absolutely. You moved up to number one. You moved from number four all the way up to number one with this week's ranking. In other words, I, I, I guess I won't be there next week, in other words. Well, I mean, that's that's the trend so far is that, you know, you got to fall now. Yep. You get to the top, and then it's a long fall down. Yeah. So it's a long season. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've been lucky so far that I haven't gotten any of the big injuries. Yeah. And a lot of the other um, teams have. That is true. That is true. I mean, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, not even just looking at the player injured, but how does that affect the other players on the team, like um, like a Michael Thompson and a, uh, Alvin Kamara for New Orleans? Like, how is Drew Brees going to be out, going to be affecting them and such? So. Yeah, I've, and I have the kicker for New Orleans, and yeah. I'm going to leave them in there because now I'm hoping that instead of scoring touchdowns, they're just going to kick field goals, and I get more points for the field goals. Yeah, no, most definitely. I think that that's definitely a smart play in that way. And but then again, Teddy Bridgewater may not be able to move him down the field at all. In which case, uh, Will Lutz, you'll be on the waiver wire next week. Yeah, that's kind of the risk, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know what Drew Brees is going to come back like when he does come back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they. I saw a thing today that they're not putting him on IR, which means it's not going to be more than eight weeks. But it still is probably going to be um, probably six weeks is what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. And you figure six weeks, you know, that uh, that may be around their bye week. Yeah. Yeah, and so. that's another week off there, too. So... Yeah, so that would uh, you know, that may give him exactly what he needs to make a late push in the season for the Saints. Yeah, no, most definitely. And I mean, let's see what Teddy Bridgewater can do with with this team. He's got all the pieces around him. It's just can he be the guy? Yeah, I'm happy to see Bridgewater get a get another chance too. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, that was a gruesome injury a couple of years ago, and glad to see him be able to chase that a little bit. Try and go out and get a starting job again yeah he's also I mean I kind of look at this as this is your test run Teddy I yeah. mean Drew Brees is 
Drew Brees is getting up there in age. That is true. And Teddy could walk in as a veteran quarterback and just take over. So when did that be a turnaround? You know, Teddy, do well. Hey, I mean, it would be really reminiscent if you think about it. Breeze was out there with the Chargers. He played a couple of years out there, looked okay, and then he had that complete uh, shoulder injury, right? Right. Completely exactly. blew up that shoulder, then went out to New Orleans just as like a backup kind of flyer guy and then took over that position. And you look at and now he's a legend. And now he's a legend. And you look at Teddy, went out there in Minnesota, Minnesota, played well for a couple years, completely blew that knee out, got released out there, started as a backup in New Orleans, and it would only be fitting that he would then take on that mantle. Yeah, well, Teddy wouldn't be a bad one to pick up because the Saints no. definitely have weapons. Yeah, no, most definitely. So... Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Maybe. The podcast won't go out until later today, though, so you got a little bit of time. Okay. Well, yeah. Let me, let me go ahead and start. While we're talking, I'll go ahead and claim him. Yeah. That's why you need another quarterback, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if I'm getting rid of uh, Russell. Yeah. Uh, Try and trade him out. Maybe you could just start slinging out uh, quarterbacks, just stockpile them all. Yeah. I'll grab all the backups. So, as you're, as you're all as quarterbacks, get hurt. I'll have all the come, quarterbacks. Come to Mike's quarterback store. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like the uh, the dragon of quarterbacks, just hoarding all your uh, golden quarterbacks. That's it. Yeah, exactly. It. So. Uh, but. but uh, no, the other, the other good matchup is, is Emily against her mother this week. Yeah, I actually put that as my matchup of the week. I had, that's number two versus number five on my ranking. Um, yeah. I mean, both with pretty good teams both doing I mean not terrible Emily having the really strong week week one with 175.6 but and this week coming down to 87.9 and then um mom Mary Jo having 123.3 and then uh 111.8 you know Emily's team is kind of the tale of two halves is uh Sammy Watkins gonna turn it on again like he did that first week and then mom's team is a little more consistent in that way so We'll see what kind of comes out of that. Yeah, and her team, her team was auto, auto drafted too. So yeah, you know, that's, there's something to be said about letting letting the computer draft a team for you. Apparently, and you're talking about uh, Mary Jo's team, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that unfortunate kind of fiasco where it wouldn't just it wouldn't even let her log it in. No. And no. then so, by the way, how how does it feel to be in last place in the family challenge. Ooh, is that what we're gonna do now? I'm the last place in the family? Well, I mean, let's see. Actually, Emily's 2-0. and Yeah, Emily's 2-0. 2-0. I'm 2-0. And I'm... 0-2. 0-2. Huh. Just means I'm too distracted by making this podcast to actually have a good team. Maybe I'll be a nice dad and let you win this week. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's not like I'm yeah. projected to beat you this week or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. Oh, and by the way, Teddy Bridgewater is no longer out there, so. Oh, uh, did you just pick him up? Yeah. So. There it is. Man. Breaking news. Teddy Bridgewater is officially off the market. Yeah, there he is. If anyone wants to trade for him. Yeah. Who did you drop to grab him? Oh, you dropped your uh, defense, or the uh, Texans defense. So if anybody needs a defense. Yeah, anybody want that 4.4 per, 
Texans defense, you, you go grab it. Yeah, that 4.4 projected defense from them. But yeah, yeah, I think I think there's probably other defenses out there that you can get a few more points from. Probably, yeah, I definitely think so. Well, well, I appreciate you coming on the pod, and going through and talking with us. I wanted to give you like a 30 second clip here to be able to go through and talk as much smack to the league, kind of put down your mantle, kind of give you this time to do what you want with it. Well, league, I was a reigning champion a couple years ago. And I'm bringing the title back home. Mm. So, you know, the rest of you, I, I just don't even bother changing your lineup from week to week. There is no use. I'm winning this league. As a matter of fact, I may go undefeated. So just, just know reigning champion will be my team name come next year. Thank you. All right. Strong words there from Mike, but I appreciate you being on the pod, and uh, I wish you luck, even though I hope I beat you. (laughs) Thank you. Alright, thank you.